For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Shares were just getting hammered this morning. Every day they're pounding it. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> All right, guys, it's uh, episode four. Oh, here he is. What happened? <gasps> I'm out of breath. Oh, yeah, I can see that. We got a lot to cover today. You're like a cartoon character. <laughs> this is how people are out of breath, right? In cartoons, I think. I showed up in the smallest hoodie. <laughs> I went to the store and said, give me the smallest hoodie you got. Yeah, you got to find some kind of weird long and tall. Wait a minute. Got to lower myself here a little bit. Uh, yeah, sorry okay? about that. Yeah, I'm okay. We just have so much to cover today. It's a week full of so much news. Right, so we got to get right into it. You want to intro Welcome the show? Welcome back to the uh, what is trillionaire tri- mindset. Welcome back to the trillionaire mindset so episode four. four. Yeah, we got I'm a meal. I'm Ben. <clears throat> Stay tuned because we got a very special guest. Very special guest. Uh, his name starts with N and ends with O L. Nice. Yeah. It's very subtle. We we just wanted to take a moment to thank you all, thank viewers you and listeners, for the weird DMs, God. the nice comments. Yeah, God, we appreciate the you likes so much. and subscribes, the five stars. You guys are doing it all. Keep it up. Keep it up. Yeah. Follow. Smash those. Oh, smash I do want to make button. a quick note, real quick. I don't know if you guys can see this. Uh, mm. This is the top business podcast on Spotify right now. If you, you can see, we've we've fallen. One place. We were number one. Now, Dare to Lead with Brene Brown is number who? one. Yeah, I don't know who that is. But now we're number two. And you know who's number three? Can you guys see that? Who? It's the Stanford Graduate those School of dorks! Business. Oh, those nerds. They so, make me so mad. I'm going to need the Spotify listeners to uh, step up because these guys are nipping at our up heels. to us. Yeah, we don't like that, do it's we? heating up. Yeah, I also, I, I wasn't going to tell you because I didn't want to freak what? you out, but uh, those Stanford guys are pissed, man. I. Uh, what happened? So I was out this weekend, uh-huh. and I thanks for the invite. Well, I was alone, okay. unfortunately, because uh, I was out, and I just hear behind me. I hear I hear guys talking, and one of them goes, "Is that Gladys Berejiklian?" And I was like, oh, "I thought it was fans, you That's know." Rude. So I was, yeah. I turned around. It's three guys in uh, in <laughs> in Stanford Letterman Stanford jacket? Letterman jackets. So they they start pushing me. They push me outside. They're roughing me up. One guy pushes me in the dirt. There's three of them. One of them has a hose. He turns the hose on. He's getting the mud. He's putting mud all over him. And he goes, good. That's where you belong. You're a mud person. Wow. I'm yeah. so sorry you so, experienced that. Just be careful out there. These Stanford guys are crazy. Yeah. They don't mess around. Mm-mm. They think just because they got these Letterman jackets that they're above you and me. Right. They think that just because I went to a- two, though. You guys are number three. Don't forget it. Yeah. Hey, just because I went to a state school doesn't mean much except for right. I went to a, a worse school. <laughs> But please, 
Keep rating us five stars, leaving reviews, listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, because if not, Stanford wins. Yeah, and nobody wants them to win. Also, check the disclaimer in the description, because, you know, we got to do that. Hey, also, Gladys Berejiklian. Oh, yeah. We should clarify. We don't know anything about her. Yeah, but apparently she's a bad person. Right. And, uh, we don't support her politics. She's uh, known as the koala killer. Yeah. She's <laughs> she's very... I'm also uncomfortable with this artwork. I, I don't know if it's racist yeah. or... I don't think it's racist. I think it's just, you know, it's a political cartoon. They exaggerate yeah. things. Like, as someone uh, with a big nose, I'm sensitive about the, yeah. uh, the characters of... Accept your big nose. I have a big nose. I've come to accept it, but I would be hurt if someone... I don't care how many koalas I killed. I don't want to be drawn like this. That's true, yeah. Uh, yeah, she's apparently pretty awful. And I didn't realize that there, we had such a uh, strong contingent of Australian yeah. listeners. We said so. Gladys Berejiklian, and the comments went off. They were like, she's corrupt. Gladys Berejiklian, <laughs> she's awful. Oh, guys, you gotta get, you gotta, she's not good. She's a koala killer. She's a koala killer, don't you know? God. I can't really do. I live. I love Australians, man. They're the best. You I know at least four. I I know at least five of them. ACDC. No, shout out to Asher and Ayla and Annie. You know who you guys are. Okay, big <laughs> shout out. To the- uh, Asher's my old roommate and my good friend. He's a sweet boy. So, uh, yeah, she's corrupt. She hates the government or hates the environment. Who your friend Annie? No, Gladys. Oh, Gladys. Gladys. Uh, so no friend of the show. Gladys no friend of the show. Right. Anyway, we uh, should we bring out that special guest, man, to just dive right into it. I'm curious who it is. All right, should we do? Should this. we do a little bit of a, a, a an old TV, an old SNL intro? Can you do it? Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> it's trillionaire mindset. <sighs> Woo! Yeah. Featuring. Emil DeRosa. Holy shit, I can't believe it. Ben Khan. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> musical guest. Uh, Tiny Meat Gang. They're not really going to be the musical guest today. We don't have a musical guest. Uh, uh, f- uh, and now uh, you, the host. T- is that what he says? Yeah, anyway. yeah, I guess he would be the host. Noel Miller. Yeah. Here he is. He's got oh a can of liquid gifts. I got a can. And a gift. I got gifts. I appreciate. This is fucked up. <laughs> I love you. You guys are as tall as me sitting down. No, but these are tall chairs. Yeah. Well, I got a gift for you both. <laughs> Just to keep it in the theme. I see a lid oh, bag. It's going to be a hat. Are. It better be XL for me. <laughs> yes. Oh, I don't know if they're XL, but. <laughs> 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 you got the same font and everything. TMP, Trillionaire Mindset Podcast, oh, Episode 4, nice. featuring Noel Miller. Yeah, you know, just had to oh, yeah. had to be consistent. It, it barely fits on my giant <laughs> my giant noggin. You look like Logan Roy when he puts a hat on, kind of. I do? <laughs> but I don't have a I don't have a beer. I was thinking more of Greg. Greg? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> God, did you see that season premiere? Of course. God, he really ratcheted it up though. Oh, 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 oh yeah. okay. The meme is a- uh, Me- oh, The meme- Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. He just said, the memes are uh, pretty good. The meme is actually- That's pretty good. <laughs> oh, boy, are you comfortable? Yeah, I was going to adjust my chair a little bit. I was more thinking about a Kendall Roy line I could feed you. 
Kendall. Oh yeah, he. I, you know, Greg, tell me, am I am I the fucking man or, or what? <laughs> it's pretty the, good. Am I the fucking man or what? Oh uh, okay, uh, yeah. He's on full <laughs> manic mode. Yeah, yeah, he really. He is. just stuck a knife in his dad's Hold back. On, let me, he's, he's. Let me let me lift this. I'm kind of manic today myself. Had some coffee. I'm just gonna hit the mic a little bit. Yeah, there you go. We got him. We're comfortable. We're here. This yeah, is boy, me. this is a really nice. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, <laughs> this it's, is pretty good. I feel like we're watching a baseball game. Yeah, check it out. Uh, yeah, we do kind of look like the ESPN panels where yeah. you're like yeah. watching fucking <laughs> football or something. We uh, well, we're all wearing blue. Yeah, so we was be not covering the intended. Dodgers. No. Yeah. Go Dodgers! Oh God! Excuse um, me. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, I'm thanks excited. for being thanks on. Thanks for coming. I'm excited to talk money. You're Hello? a very, you're a very first guest. Yeah. Yeah. Who was that? Um, I don't know. I hung up too fast. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, but, probably telemarketers. Yeah. They Everybody have, gets those damn telemarketers. They're definitely breathing. Yeah. I like heard they went. <sighs> there's a quick. Hell. Is this Noel Miller? <laughs> <sighs> Can I, have a, I don't know. Okay. So <laughs> anyway, there's a lot of shit that happened, and there's yeah, a lot of oh, things lot we talked about. Oh, baby, there's so much. Well, well for, the first thing was uh, Apple launched these new MacBooks. Who mm-hmm. cares, right? I kind of care. I kind of want it. What? Yeah, I do too. You, you know see, why? Because fast. I felt it's true. I was so pissed when they put the virtual taskbar thing on the top mm-hmm. of the oh, keyboard. The, yeah. And I'm so glad they got rid of it. They got yeah. rid of it. Yeah. They reintroduced the MagSafe connector. Oh, did they? Yeah, so that if you trip oh, yeah. over your thing, it just pulls right out and doesn't drag your computer down. I like that. So genius to just create FOMO with $3,000 products. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's a complete waste of money. I don't do anything. I just like that it syncs up to my phone. I can have iMessages, but I'll I'll gladly pay the 3 The iMessage syncing doesn't work for me. And right. it also is so buggy. I will be saying something to someone on, this is me on my laptop. Saying something. To saying something. something and I'll click send and it will have sent to a different person. Whoa. That's happened a few times, and that is dangerous. Yeah, because you could be saying something to your mom that was meant for someone else. Weird. Yeah, yeah, like your brother. Oh, those are the oh, only man. people who you text. The, the only people I brother. text. Like, yeah. did you see mom? She looks like garbage, man. <laughs> and then mom, oh no, sorry, mom. <laughs> I don't know. I don't say any of that kind of stuff to my mom. They also they also launched the new AirPods, which kind of sucks for me. I got AirPods for my birthday, and um, oh man, old edition now. Wait, I'm walking around. Did you already take them out and use them and whatnot? Yeah, my birthday was two months ago. You think uh, I've just been sitting on them? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you'd like to wait. I don't know. No. Wait. <laughs> Just keep them like a pair of sneakers and save them for a special day. When I bought my AirPods, I didn't use them for like a month. Why? You just liked them in the what? box? I just was like, oh, I guess I should get some AirPods. And then you didn't use And then them I didn't, well, because the corded ones didn't uh, work anymore. And I was like, I'll get some. But I just, I didn't have to use them at all. I, I mean, I took them out of the box, but I didn't actually use them. Wow. And, and uh, subject them to my wax, wow. my waxy residue for so long. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mine are a mess. I don't clean my ears. So it's like, yeah, it looks like burnt tires. Yeah, people ask to borrow, and I'm like, you don't, you don't, you yeah. shouldn't do that. Who's <laughs> <laughs> asking to borrow AirPods? That's it's just, so sick. It just, <laughs> if someone has to make a call or something, and we're in a noisy place, put it on speakerphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you got to double down. Like, yeah. 
I'll let people use my AirPods. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Did you guys know how much, just how much money no. AirPods pull in? We got a little bit of a, a chart pulled up here. Let's see it. They make more money than, so they make more money than Adobe, Uber, NVIDIA, AMD, Spotify, Square, Twitter, Shopify, Snapchat. Jesus. They, they according to this chart, I don't know how accurate this is, because I know, <laughs> I know that Apple doesn't, Exactly. No, it's it's but Stats Panda. You can trust Stats Panda. Stats Panda is a legitimate source, but I know that they don't they don't divulge just where their revenue has broken down. Like how right. they they used to say how many iPhones they sold, but they stopped doing that. I really shouldn't eat before I go on here. Yeah, my I'm boy, be, housed. I'm gonna be fucking. Burp. Yeah, would you, oh, would you oh. eat some avocado confit? Wow, which just means like lettuce tossed yeah. in there. Yeah, Isn't that what confit means. I don't think so. Oh. Like duck confit is yeah. It? Anyway, there was prosciutto, there was some egg, and sounds and like a trillionaire breakfast. It was it honestly, was. it was quite luxurious. It cost twenty whole yeah. freaking U.S. American yeah, dollars, uh, man. <laughs> Jeez Louise, have you seen inflation? And I'm not talking about the stuff that you blow up a balloon with, okay, pal, or a tire. I'm talking about yeah, money. The supply chain. Problem knows no bounds. Man, yeah. this hat gives me all sorts of power. I can. Just, this is what it's like wearing hats. Yeah, this is the first time hat. Ben's had a hat on. Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm more laughing at the fact that AirPods. If the, assuming this is more or less true, it's somewhat Air, accurate. AirPods make more money than uh, Post Malone, Lil Wayne, Adele. Like every major artist is like sweating it out, <clears throat> trying to make creative engaging music and apple is like yeah the, the shit we that people headphones. listen to that on makes more money than all that dumb fucking art you make yeah right so it was a good idea they're like we're gonna stop giving people free headphones with the iphone mm-hmm. <sighs> we're gonna make them buy these wireless ones yeah that are so easy to fall out of your ear you yeah. lose one you might as well oh, scrap them both can you buy individual ones no really i don't think so oh man I said that with so much confidence, I don't even know. They probably... I, I, I thought you had tried. It, it seemed yeah, like you yeah, tried. Yeah, yeah, that's no. how I delivered it, huh? Nah. <laughs> I once saw a pair of them. I saw a pair of them in the little box thing, the little cigarette box. Yeah. Like on the ground in the subway in New York. And part of my brain, my scarcity <laughs> brain goes, ooh, take, must take. Yeah. Like free. But, but then I was like... Could be a trap. Yeah, it could be a trap. Yeah, could be a turd in those things. You never know. <laughs> Less likely. <laughs> That'd be a very like precise shit. There's a lot of really man. There's eight billion people. Yeah. There is room for a lot of weirdos to get messy out there, especially New on York? a New York yeah. City subway. Yeah, yeah, especially if you're spiteful, hateful. Wow. You want to get revenge on society? You smear a little poop inside there's of an airport. There's a lot of those case. people nowadays. Yeah, <clears throat> the poop smears. <laughs> so, oh, I got a bit of a. Uh, Speaking of AirPods, oh baby, I got yeah, a, I got yeah. a story for you guys. Yeah, tell the folks this story because you want to hear, hear a story about AirPods. I want to hear the AirPods. It, story. It's a magical story that involves being horny and buying AirPods. <laughs> People are really finding so, out you're a little freak. Too. So I'm not a little freak, but <laughs> he's a big freak. I'm a huge. I'm six foot three freak. <laughs> uh, 
so there was this woman that I went on a date with a while ago. I don't even know, over a year ago. And uh, we just went on one date. How was the date? It was fine. We we went to a couple locations. We ended up downtown at this, you know, uh, whatever bar is the highest bar on, on that new skyscraper downtown. Mm-hmm. It was you fun. Tell, you, it was fun. It's, you sound like you're telling it to a cop interrogating you. Yeah. We went to a couple I swear locations. To God. Yeah. I swear. It was I had good. two drinks. I had two drinks. I had a beer and a shot, and that's it. The hat made me feel like he's like a location scout or something. Like, yeah, we went to a few spots. Yeah. Like, like you're working it's on- be good. Yeah, like you're working on a show. But anyway. So- we uh, we ended up going back to my place and we hooked up and that was that. I didn't get to go on a second date with her because I had some scheduling things and I kept apologizing to her for that and she got annoyed with me apologizing. She was like, "Shut up!" <laughs> she Stop said, "Shut saying up!" Sorry and just go on the second date. And I was like, "Sorry, I <laughs> can't go." Sorry, just, and then she I, was like, "You know what, dude? Just I'm I'm not interested." And I was like, "All right, that's yeah, fair <laughs> enough." And we didn't talk to each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny! And then sometime later, months, months, and months pass by, and she pops up on like my explore page or something. Yeah, and I see, and I'm like, oh, I remember this girl. She was really attractive. So I look at her story. She texts me within like ten minutes and goes, "Stop looking at my story." <laughs> and I was like, "Did you say sorry?" No, I didn't. <laughs> I made sure this time. I said, "Give me a break." You popped up on my thing. I looked. You're attractive. What do you want? Like, come on. Right. And then she was like, okay. She's, we're talking back and forth a little bit. And uh, I was like, so should we, uh, you, you want to go on that second date? How about it? And she goes, I don't know. You're going to have to like, you're going to have to do something to earn it. And I was like, <laughs> then I'm like, all right, shoot, girl. What? <laughs> she said, she said, Buy me AirPods. <laughs> and I said, okay. And at this point, I still didn't own them for myself. So I didn't know. Like, I thought there was just one. So I was like, yeah, so just the the one kind? And she goes, no, the pros. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, so there's a two-tier situation here. Those sound like the more expensive ones. They are. They're like 300 bucks. So I go on. I asked her for her address. She's like, you're not really going to do this, are you? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. You better believe it. I'm going to buy you these AirPods, girl. Queen, queen, because <laughs> I'm a provider. And <laughs> did you buy them? Yes, I bought them. I asked for her address. I go on Amazon, beep boop beep. I put in my uh, billing stuff and her shipping address. I send her a screenshot, and I said, <laughs> "I said they're gonna be coming your way." She was like in New York or something. She was gonna be coming back to LA. I'm like, they'll be there when you get back. <laughs> she was like. Oh, she said thank you or whatever, and then uh, and then you know kind of kind of kind of lackluster. Yeah, for it thank was, you. It was more. It was more. I mean, she didn't. We weren't like sexting or anything, but she she was like you know it was a, it was a, even though it wasn't sexting, <laughs> it was a sexy kind of little change. It was a weird thing, and then <laughs> yeah, you're her little pay pig. Yeah, <sighs> little. I am a pay pig. Your little. This fin- is the first and only time this has Dude, ever happened. Little fin dog. Does that. <laughs> What does get that you going at all? No, but yeah. but it kind of did. It right. was to be honest, it was kind of a you know to get financially dominated. Yeah, a little bit. You can be my pay pig if you want. What do you want, baby? You want some <laughs> new Patagonia slides? Yeah, or yeah. Something? that'd be great. Yeah, not you, slides, but you know you can be a pay pig for two people. Buy me something. <laughs> yeah, what do you want? Fucking AirPods, the new AirPods. Yeah, the pro or the regular? It, both. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually working with an old model. If you want to upgrade me, uh, well, so 
then I um <clears throat> came to my senses uh, uh-huh. and uh, I immediately th- uh, texted a friend of mine and I told him what happened. I was like, buddy, I just got, I told him the whole situation and then I topped it off with, and so I just bought her AirPod Pros and he goes, buddy, what are you doing? Yeah. Cancel that order now. And yeah. I said, I can do that? He goes, yeah, you just placed it. You can cancel it. So I'm like laughing. <laughs> I go on to Amazon and I just click cancel. <laughs> I'm laughing because I know exactly what's going to happen, which is what happened. Never heard from the girl again. And the last I checked, she had like blocked me on Instagram. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> uh. That must that was great though because it's a story now. Yeah, she never got at those AirPods. But that's where the three billion dollars comes from, from horny dudes buying. <clears throat> I'm sure some of their revenue comes from yeah. Oh, sending them to OnlyFans people. Yeah, probably. Or just like Amazon wish lists. Isn't that a thing that yeah. uh, some people have? There's that. Do you know how easy of a thing that is? Like FaceTime me. I I, I can't. I'm. I don't have an iPhone. I don't have I don't have AirPods. My mind broke, and my roommates are gonna hear. And you know, it's like, oh, you're not AirPods? No. <laughs> no. What's your address? <laughs> what are I you doing? A- Why? Let me get you Air. Oh my God! Stop! And then they get the AirPods, and then blocked. <laughs> have you ever seen a uh, 90 Day Fiance? Yeah. It's like full of that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's these poor schlubs who are like, this girl lives in Brazil. She doesn't speak English, but she loves me. And I send her $5,000 a yeah, month yeah. and she's going to marry me. They don't That's get married like, on the show? No. Some of them do. They eventually, they don't get oh, married sorry. on the show, but. Sorry, I said no because <laughs> there, I was thinking of a dude who sent 40K to a girlfriend in Russia. And then he found out oh. it was like, um, it was like a, like a farming system where it's just like dudes being girls online. Wait, this was on the show? Yeah, more or less. That poor guy. He found out that she wasn't real. Oh, (sighs) I thought this was like a show on TLC where everyone's like- Yeah, it is. It is, but- But, oh, I thought it was like a vetted, like sweet show. They get together. Most of them are, yeah. Yeah. Jesus. But there are some where it's like, even the producers aren't sure. They're like, oh, so this is who you've been talking to. Yeah. That one's super sad because the dude works in a nail salon and he just like, oh yeah, yeah, he works his ass off, you know. Oh like, no, it doesn't make yeah. crazy wages, and he's just, just in his forties, sending that money, and he loves his job too, and the customers really love him. He's really that's what's heartbreaking is all these guys, <laughs> guys and girls are very sweet and they're just lovelorn. Yeah, they just want, they just like everyone, they just want to be loved. Yeah, brutal. Yeah, yeah. totally brutal, man. Anyway, don't send anybody AirPods. Or $40,000. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. Um, <laughs> Start with AirPods. Feel it out. You're going to have a bunch of dudes listening to this and their, girl, their girlfriends will be like, babe, I, you know, I don't want to be, uh, but for Christmas, I would love a pair of AirPods. And be like, nope, I'm listening to the TMP. No. Nope. I've seen this. No, nope, I've seen how this goes down. No, no AirPods for you. If you got to block me, you got to block me. <laughs> but. No, get a get a get a job in Grussel or whatever. Is Grussel the thing? Grind, Grind and, hustle? and hustle. Yeah. Who made that up? I don't know. I think Ben Gary just v. did. No, I didn't. I've seen it online. Grussel. What's this new bones no bones thing? Oh, have you seen this? That dog. It's a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, it happens too fast. Yeah. Everything's too fast. What, Slow down. Enjoy the moment. Yeah. Please. Can't. It's, like, it's the internet, baby. But what is it? Some dog where it's like kind of sick and it's been that way for a while and then. The owner like holds it up on TikTok to see if it will stand or like fall down for the day. What? 
Yeah. That's it? Yeah. That's sad. I think it's hilarious. I thought that it was... <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> so it's like a Groundhog Day thing, but every day, and whether or not Sick Dog is going to stand? <laughs> yeah. Jeez Louise. What's I, the dog's name? Are people taking bets on, on Noodles? Yeah. That's so that's good. So mean. Genius. <laughs> Genius. Ah. <laughs> uh, noodles. Well, Noodles, do you got it in your it's today the day we're gonna put you down? If, if your dog is that miserable that it yeah, can't stand it on its own, you gotta put the dog to sleep, man. I I, I guess I don't you know. No but, well he's gotta capitalize for Yeah. Like, if if you yeah. could Okay, here's some trillionaire mindset right here. Mm. If you could turn your grandma into a meme for the remaining three years of her life <sighs> and make a couple mil, just holding her up and letting her fall on a futon. No. See, you left. No, you left. I'm laughing because well, I was going to ask, is she in on it? Is she like, yeah, okay, that sounds funny. She's, she doesn't care. She's like noodles. She's kind of just like, I'm, I'm, no, I'm on I my way out. do that to my grandma. My friend told me he's friends with someone with a famous Instagram dog and <clears throat> the dog's old and so she she told him that um the dog died and she had bankrolled <laughs> content that's exactly yeah that's what yeah i i believe that there's so, this japanese dog that i follow called like to to toto or totoro it's this fat little puffball i found out it died like a year ago oh, and yeah. they're still posting every day and yeah. I'm like oh i've been following a dead dog <laughs> yeah god that's it's kind of smart. It kind is very smart. Yeah, it's kind of the trillionaire mindset. You, you you have all that, like, think about how you can deal with all the trauma of that attachment, you know, to, you have to the dog. Mm -hmm. But then if you can just convert that into a business model and, like, passion yeah. and aggression in the market. CPM. And, yeah. You know? And, and you just... You just heal by way of fucking t-shirts and plushy yeah. dolls calendar yeah cal all that shit that is so tough like <laughs> just meeting that person for the first time like oh i love your i love your dog account oh yeah he's fucking dead <laughs> what <laughs> chicken is dead oh yeah been dead for how long i uh, like 12 months now or something. how did he die uh, he just, you know, the standing thing. He just didn't do that. <laughs> he just didn't stand up one day. Yeah, that's so sad. Yeah, it was. But we're like killing it on Shopify right now. We're oh. doing twenty k a month in revenue. Anyway, can I get a photo? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know why you would want a photo with the owner. I remember I used to joke about, or not me. Well, I did. I part, I partook in it. But a friend of mine, a friend of mine, every so often would start try to start a rumor that Grumpy Cat, when Grumpy Cat was still alive got killed <laughs> via crossbow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, is this a thing or am I mis am I mis Wait, that was a lie? I I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> it was I think he's in Scotland too. It's just like RIP Grumpy Cat got killed by a crossbow. <laughs> it's so good. I don't know, he, to me that was hilarious. Photoshop pictures or would he just No, I just say it and then I would retweet it. <laughs> 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 you got to amplify that, man. Well, I have to, okay, before we move on, I just have to say, think about the people watching Noodles mm -hmm. and think about how, like, who are the fucking people that are, like, dialed into Noodles standing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a certain percentage of idiots that will do that, that will look at that video and be like, it's done today. Some people might be taking bets on whether or not he's going to stand. Oh, over, under? Yeah. Man, See? Buy some call options <laughs> See? on that, man. See? Any, Dude. let this be a lesson to everyone. Anything can be monetized. That's okay? exactly right. Anything. When rappers die, that's not the end. Hologram shows, po posthumous albums, you know, in the fucking dozens. Okay, 
Ashes. You could uh, sell uh, sell their ashes in a little vial. Spread them on Disney. That'd be land. really smart. Why not? That is disgusting, and I like your thinking. Put it put it in a little pill. You could swallow it with some turmeric. So when it has anti-inflammatory properties. You know, Madonna's going to like fake her death so she can sell ashes from her body. Why Madonna? Because <laughs> who cares about yeah, her anymore? True. Anyways, um... What else we got? Let's talk about the earnings money. season, baby. Right? There's, yeah, there's so much money. Well, to we be should chatted. Yeah. About. Well, we'll just quickly cover it. Netflix reported earnings this week. They like knocked it out of the park. Tesla reported earnings. I think they beat on revenues, but then didn't beat on like earnings per share. Who cares? Is that an all time high? Fuck him. I hate that yeah. it does. I well. don't like Elon Musk for I, many reasons. We're no. taking him down. He shouldn't do well. Like the whole company's a fucking scam. Oh, 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 oh Tesla, oh, oh, Dogecoin. Oh, yeah, oh, oh. <laughs> that's that's why Elon Musk. Oh, 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 69. Oh. The whole company is a scam. It drives me nuts. You know, he just had like a fucking major like lawsuit with Solar City. Oh yeah, because he was accused of uh, uh, double dealing. Like, yeah, basically bailing out his cousin or his brother. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. it's in the family. Yeah. We're gonna do a whole deep dive episode on him. Yeah, you. Yeah, we we have. God, to. what is his brother's name? Chilon. No, it's uh, uh Lenin. It's it's uh, he's a cowboy hat wearing guy, yeah. right? Yeah, um, Dopey. No, <laughs> McCree. <laughs> it's not coming. Through. McCree. Yeah, he no, said cowboy hat. <laughs> Who the hell is McCree? It's from it's from a video game. Oh yeah. Damn. Oh, Kimball. Kimball. Look at him. This looks like a player. My Go brother's be- created Tesla. My brother bailed me out. I'm wearing this hat. Yo, this dude <laughs> looks like he's going to be a fucking outed as a pervert in 10 years. Well, look, I got him right next to He might have spent Epstein. some time with Oh, Jeffrey shit. Epstein. Yeah, how did I completely look past that? Jeffrey Epstein's ex-girlfriend dated Kimball Musk. Uh-oh. Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Well, he's got it in his eyes, man. You got that yeah. creep factor in He's his got eyeballs. those chipmunk cheekbones that also, you just want to Also, if you commit pinch. to wearing a cowboy hat all the time, can't trust him. Absolute creep. Yeah. This guy's a sicko. Yeah, he's playing a character. IRL. Scammer guy. Anyway. So they reported stocks back at all-time highs. I read just today that now Elon Musk's net worth is bigger than Bill Gates and Warren Buffett combined. Yeah. Good yeah. for him. So he should buy both of them. He yeah. should. Because that's how it works. Happy hey man, I could buy you both. It's wild. Do you know how many you know how many people were valued over a hundred billion before the pandemic? Uh, one. One. Yeah, you know how many, Yeah, you know how many people now? Nine. Okay, well, this is not a fun fact. I guess. <laughs> I, is it nine? It's like either nine or ten. Dang man, and that doesn't even include like you know the people that you don't know about, like <laughs> like um, who don't I know about? Freaking who don't I know what's about? His name, the captain of Russia. I know. I'm, I'm. People don't know my. I'm rich as hell. I call Bill Gates Billy. That's like Billy Boy. Yeah, Billy G. Uh, you guys are in cahoots. Yeah, that's not really cahoots. We're just buds. Yeah, just boys. Yeah. Who do you think you're trying to think of? Russian oligarch, Putin. Putin. Oh, Putin. Yeah, he's probably worth a ton of money, man. Yeah, we're like the guy who we killed. um, I think Gaddafi. I think this list might be Americans only. Probably. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Maybe. Anyway, we also had WeWork IPOing. And Vita Coco Water IPO'd. Oh, what'd they come out at? Uh, 15 bucks. What are they at now? Uh, 15 and change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then WeWork is actually okay. It's at like 11 or 12 bucks. And then the other big news is Facebook wants to rebrand themselves. What a fucking To reflect sham. their building of the metaverse. I don't want that. I don't think anybody wants that. You can't, 
buddy, back off. Like, Mark Zuckerberg, go away. Just go home, man. <laughs> What's the new name going to be? I don't know. Zuckerland. Facefuck. Face it. <laughs> Get face fucked. Okay, really, what would... Okay, serious question. No cur... No... No curse. No... No... no come funny. land. Okay. What would... What do you think they're really going to name <laughs> Spacebook. No. Spacebook? Penis. <laughs> what does it stand for? People entering into We just found out intergalactic places. <laughs> you can't spell penis as P E I. Oh shit. People, People entering pain, new pains. internet spaces. Yeah, see? People <laughs> Penis. <laughs> Oh, that's it for today, guys. (laughs) Oh, man. That's pretty good. Penis. Penis. So that's what Facebook is going to be called. And honestly, people would still lap it up if they called it that. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. I I do think this is worth having a serious conversation for at least 60 seconds about. Sure. I feel like he's going to try to do some like Ready Player One shit. He's going to try to come up with some brand name or whoever. He's going to dye his hair purple. Maybe I just think it's gonna—it's actually gonna be some scary, weird thing where the branding, because that's the thing—he has so much money that I feel like he'll be able to hire someone who know, like, because marketing people have no shame, none. Kind of like defense lawyers, you know. There's gonna be a marketing dude who walks in and is like, "I will turn this company around." They'll make a movie about it in ten years, and like people will be like, "Oh my god, it's so amazing this story," but really, it's fucking evil. And the branding is gonna be super dope, and we're all gonna be forced to go. That's kind of a good name. <laughs> it's going to be fucked up. The name is going to be dope. And we're going to be like, dang, that's. We're I... all going to be walking around augmented reality. Yeah, all that. All that. Ooh, augment. Augment. That's what it's going to be called? Facebook presents But it's going to be spelled all fucked up? <laughs> yeah. OG. OG mint. O-G-M-Y-N-T. <laughs> augment. Man. So, yeah, some company out there is getting paid millions of dollars just to sit around and go twirling pencils. What do you guys think about... I don't know, <laughs> Webby. Yeah. And they're like, take out the vowels and we're in. W-B-B-Y. <laughs> and they're like, well, now it's just web. Oculus is a cool name, the thing that they- But they bought that. Yeah, true. But it- Do you have an Oculus? Uh, I do. I had a first one, I was going to get a second one, and then I got the Valve Index. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 AR is definitely where it's going to be. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because putting on a whole headset <clears throat> is a whole, it's so involved mm-hmm. for the big headed like me. And the glasses wearing, it can I mean, be. Apple's got their own. Really? Yeah. They, What's it called? I don't know when it's coming out, but um, you see me burping over here. Is that what you're laughing? Yeah, we at? can't let you. We can't let you stop off anymore. I'm just doing silent. <laughs> I'm just doing silent burps, man. I told you, I eat. When I eat, I inhale a ton of air, and I have to expel it from one place or another. What, what are they like? App, Apple Glass? No way. Is it called Apple Glass? What a spit on Google. Good for them. Wait, yeah. is it is it just glasses or is it a full No, it's like headset? a full like, you know, it looks like a VR headset, but huh. anyway. I wonder if it'll look cool. I mean, Johnny Ive doesn't work there anymore. They're big uh, designer guy. Yeah. Um, from what I've seen, it looks like the first step into like how anime kids want to dress. Like it's like, have you ever seen those things on Instagram where- Oh, everyone's wearing the like old school Oakleys? No, no, it's like- <laughs> It's like every, every, it's like this fantasy where people are like bionic, where they wear like machinery and like oh it, yeah, steampunk. Not steampunk. It's like it's like the next version of that. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it like looks like the step into that. The images I had seen, 
I don't know if this is them, but I, I remember like the color palettes being really dope huh. and the people's outfits looking really sick. And <laughs> I was like, dude. Oh, those. These are going to be dope as fuck. Interesting. Yeah. So oh. anyway, um, so I, yeah, I feel like Facebook will create some weird, you know, like the fact that they're doing the Ray-Bans thing, like they're all angling on, you know, five years from now. I'm just waiting for some girl to ask me to buy it for her. You know, just <laughs> we're right here, buddy. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, but, you don't you have know, to wait for I, a girl. I want, want girls to, you know. <laughs> You're sexist, dude. No. Um, crypto corner. Oh, yeah, crypto corner. Oh, yeah. I want our very you, first crypto segment. I wanted you to explain this. What? We're, uh, you know, we touched on ETFs a little bit last week. Yeah. But there's some big news with the Bitcoin <clears throat> ETF. Bitcoin ETF launched. <laughs> I'm sure people want to hear Bito, B I T O. Bito. Bito. Uh, so <clears throat> I guess the first thing is we got to talk about what an ETF is, right? Yeah. yeah explain an ETF. E- ETF. Do you know what it stands for? Exchange traded fund. Yeah. Everyone trusting finance. Okay. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what it is. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> an ETF is an exchange traded fund. It's a fund that trades on an exchange. exchange. Wow. Like the NASDAQ, like the New York Stock Exchange, like yeah. the American Stock Exchange. And it basically turns things into a stock that otherwise wouldn't be a stock, like commodities, like uh, uh, indices. Like, for example, the S&P 500, you don't buy it directly. You buy the ETF for the S&P. Right. You don't, you can buy gold, but you can also buy like the gold ETF. You can buy like the oil ETF. There's ETFs for everything. There's, there's, it's just a, it tracks an underlying asset. Yeah. Like gold, like commodities. What's the what's the uh, G, I'm thinking of GLD, right? That's yeah, like GLD. One that's the gold yeah. one. Yeah, and there's also like the leveraged one. They get really clever with the names. Yeah, Nugget and GT yeah. yeah. is the, and then the one that bets against uh, gold is dust. Yeah, like gold dust. Like you're just getting pulverized. Yeah, I, oil is gush. I didn't know that. Yeah, gush is one for oil, and drip I think is for what was the one that was down. boil? Boil was natural gas. Yeah. Um, I love all the names that come up. I, I always want to trade spider just because I like saying it. Spider. Isn't that? Yeah. Yeah. Spy. Yeah, the yeah, SPY. Yeah. You know, interesting fact about uh, spy is in spider, the- Spider. What am I thinking of? I'm brain dead today. No, that's spy, what- But spy, yeah. SPD, SPDR is like, I don't know. I don't yeah, know whatever. why they call it that, but they, uh, in the prospectus, I don't know why, I can't remember why they did this, but they linked it to the lives of like 10 random people. <laughs> Seriously. Cool. If you, if we go, can we Google real fast? That's so spy, weird. Spy, uh, uh, I don't know what you would say. Spy lives? S- spy. spy lives like- prospectus, maybe? It's an interesting story. And it, it, like everybody knew about it, but there was news stories that came out about it a couple of years ago. They're just, rich people, right? They're not No, regular. they're just random people. What? What? Yes. Like, I, I think it's like, oh, you know, some of the bankers are like, oh, we'll do, we'll throw my cousin in the mix. And this kid was like six years old. And it's like, technically, technically it's linked to their lives. So like, technically, if you were to somehow kidnap and kill all of them. <clears throat> all right. Yeah. Then it would, I, I think it would, it would <laughs> theoretically render the ETF worthless. Oh. So you could kill these people <laughs> and it would like. Go on. Did, did you find anything, Luke? Did you put prospectus? Shoot. Um, or a spy linked 
spy ETF linked to random people, maybe? Yeah. But yeah, anyways, ETF. So uh, So the Bitcoin one launched and it is it's not linked to Bitcoin itself. I was gonna say what it's linked to futures. It's Bitcoin linked to futures. Bitcoin futures, Ugh. which is kinda it's like it's kind of a proxy, it's kinda similar. Uh, and Bitcoin futures futures trade sort of based on Bitcoin itself, but it's uh Futures are basically options, yeah, and they can fluctuate a little more or less. You know, they can be higher or lower than the actual price of Bitcoin because you're basically betting on the future price of it. Hence the name futures. So, yeah, I guess if you want exposure to Bitcoin and you don't want it, the like the benefit of it is if you want exposure to it without having to go through the rigmarole of opening an account on Coinbase and all that yeah. stuff. If you're an old, if you're an old person and you're not with the times and you don't know how to do it, you could just do that. It's also a means for shorting. If you are so inclined to short Bitcoin, you'd probably do it via the ETF instead. But <clears throat> yeah, I don't. This feel, it feels like a weird way to get skin in the game. Yeah, I don't like it. I wouldn't buy it just because no. I would rather just buy the dang thing outright. Bitcoin people are stoked. It shot It shot up. Yeah, yeah. I was about to check Coinbase. <laughs> it made it, it almost shoot hit up its to... all-time all time. No, it high. did. It, oh, it hit it? It reached an all-time high, yeah. yeah. And it brought Ethereum with it and a bunch of the other uh, things. Yeah. Not so much as high, but still. I love calculating what I would have had. Oh, man. I, I had like five Bitcoins at one point. Five? Yeah, but it was when it was like a thousand bucks. That would have been worth, what, 300 grand now? It would have been worth, uh, what's five times six? 30? Yeah, three to three, uh, 300 something thousand dollars. I just like literally have no reception in this exact spot. This is wild. You know what really gets my goose? What gets your goose? Is um, I remember however many years ago, four, four or five years ago, uh, this guy that I traded with um, sent me a message on Discord and he said, hey man, I'm buying this thing. This is when Bitcoin was like a thousand bucks. Okay. He said, I'm buying this thing called Ethereum. It's five bucks. And I was like, cool, man. Good luck. <laughs> I'd never heard of anything. All I knew was Bitcoin and Litecoin. He buys it. And then like two weeks later, he texts me again and he says, uh, that Ethereum thing hit $75 and I cashed out. And I was like, oh, good for you, man. That's really cool. But I just thought, oh, it's it's done. I'm not, you know, it shot from five to seventy five. There's no way I'm going to buy it now. Little little did I know. Little did anyone know that it would soon rocket to forty one hundred dollars. That's where my experience as being a trader really bites me in the ass because I'm used to penny stocks going from you know a penny to thirty cents and that being right. absolutely <clears throat> an outlier and just like yeah. impossible to happen again. Let alone from five bucks to forty. $4,100 or yeah. Bitcoin from 20 bucks to 60,000. It's like, yeah, I think it tagged 65 K yesterday. Something like that. 66, 66 yeah. almost six, 66,600 bucks. Everybody was all pumped. Cause it's like, hell yeah, the, the devil. devil. We love the devil. Yeah. It feels bad. It feels bad thinking about how I could have had a bajillion dollars and wouldn't have to be on this damn podcast. I'm sure that man. does feel bad. No. Yeah. But I'm glad it tanked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all have regrets. And then like- Everyone Dogecoin, does. Yeah. Dogecoin, Dogecoin, who would have thought? It's like everybody so, collectively knows that it's a total farce and it's a joke. And yet- I mean, that the, the dude who created Doge has such like a good commentary on crypto. Uh, Cody really brought this did. up. Yeah, but yeah, you know this one as well, but- um, Remind me. Have you seen this? Yeah, it's a yeah. long thread of, I think it's like his only tweet or something. Yeah. Um, about him getting out of crypto because it's like- Just a toxic- 
Yeah, and there's just a wealthy few who are manipulating it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any skin in the game. I think if people want to get rich off it, go for it. It's definitely like, I mean, I just don't like when people pretend that it's going to be some futuristic no. currency that's going to save us. And they're like, you know, the real freaks who are like, you don't understand. It's democratizing everything. It's, it's not <laughs> right. And like, I, I've never. I mean, I wanted to pull up the you know Spike Lee commercial. I don't know if you guys ever seen that. From he like did this big commercial about crypto. It's like the new money. Everyone's getting in. There's like seven million people unbanked, and like this is the new way to do it. Uh, but I mean, it's not worth it to watch all two minutes. What is but, this a commercial for? <clears throat> I think it was for when they were doing crypto ATMs, and he does this whole thing about how like old money is racist, and like, and that's the thing. You know, when crypto people talk about it, like they make all these good points about like the maximalists. Is they well, there are them. tons of problems with current financial systems, right? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you're making good points, but then they don't really have a great explanation about how, you know, and then they have this <laughs> really funny, own. they have to put this thing in there, do your own research and very small. It says the risks of trading or I can't even read digital it. The risks of trading or holding digital currency can be substantial as the value can go up or down quickly and dramatically. You should carefully consider whether trading or holding digital currencies is the right financial decision. Right. And so, I mean, they're talking about like anyone can buy into Bitcoin. Like this is a way for unbanked people to get in. And it's like, get you know, this stuff is so volatile. You, you yeah. think getting people to use this as a checking account one day, it's worth like 20% less. Like, Well, I think that the, the, the prevailing theory behind it is that eventually when it reaches... All critical million. mass it'll kind of balance out is that the, it'll yeah stabilize? I, think, I think that's the hope but i don't see how that's really going to work i think it's just it's like for you know for i i hate this whole thing of like ah uh, yeah just get into the nft space and then ride that wave and then it, you know it's just another version of the rat race everyone plays now yeah. like okay instead of going to work 40 hours at your job, spend 50 hours in, in discords and reading right. weird white papers and, you know, trying to figure out your next move. It's and it's exhausting. like, right. I think that's the biggest thing, you know, just to, I guess, not to talk about dicks the whole time, but no, about, go on. about penis that I feel is really good. No. <laughs> People entering new internet spaces. It's yeah. dangerous. No. Um, I think that's the one thing about investing that, I don't know, I don't feel enough people talk about is psychologically like the act of investment. You know, I hate that it's marketed and described as this thing that anyone can do. It's like, that's not true. Some people are not built for investment. Like the psychological appetite you have to have for ambiguity and uncertainty, Risk. risk, all that. Like it has to, you have to be very tolerant of all of those things. And so I think that's the shittiest part about it is to me, all these people that push crypto, you're just you're just pushing gambling, right? Like we all know that, right. especially about the stock market. You need more suckers to get in so you can keep pushing the price. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's all one big it's all one big sham. And the the people who get rinsed are the people who find out too late and are the ones that are likely to get owned again. You know what right. I mean? So I, I hate. And they're the ones who can least afford to lose. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're so focused on whatever you know job they've got where mm-hmm. you know working at a nail salon for example and you're seeing these things like go up and down with just like a series of tweets and it's like i don't know if that's yeah. the you know, yeah. safest Ugh. i mean I, the part that i feel gets overlooked so much is 
when crypto like first started and like uh when i was getting into it you know china had all these mining outfits right and they were big warehouses and vice did a bunch of documentaries on them and you know they were farming bitcoin in like the hundreds of thousands like and you had all these losers buying so what what these companies would do is they develop these asic miners like they use asic chips and once they developed a new chip that could go faster they would sell all the hardware from the current factory on these like random ass websites. Mm -hmm. And they'd sell these miners for like absurd amounts of money, like $2,500 to $5,000. And this is back in 2012, 2011. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. And dummies would buy those things. Thinking they're gonna mine. Thinking they're gonna mine with that. And it's just like, you're buying their last year's model. Mm -hmm. And then once uh, China started figuring out like a, um, you know, they're getting like that natural exponential growth that you get in technology. And every time they put out a new miner, it's like the one you were buying was a piece of dog shit compared. Can it mine anything or is it just too it can, slow? It can mine anything, but it's just like <clears throat> the the selling points of the speed and stuff is is irrelevant mm -hmm. because you're still, that's what you're competing with. Right. And then <clears throat> the major thing that I always felt was weird about crypto was it, it was always when Americans were sleeping, that's when the prices would drop the fuck off. Right. And, and it's then you'd like, wake up and you'd be like, what the hell happened? I'm yeah. down 30%. And, I, and, and so Ugh. that's kind of like the, you know, the baseline I have for crypto. So I think to your point about you know, seeing penny stocks and like you get poisoned with that, from seeing how I got burned on the first sort of boom, when this next round came, it's like, how could I even trust that Same. any of that shit would pan out? Yeah. And it's, it's such a shitty thing because all it is is like these people with money that can afford to lose it and they're gaming the system and they're like creating this artificial fucking wave like no one professing crypto has little money you know right. it's only gary v grant cardone elon musk winklevoss brothers yeah big ballers yeah and, and it's like how does anyone look at this shit and still donate their money to this fucking shit like you know i have a little right. bit of skin in it but I even hate that I have that much. Yeah, me too. It's like I have to be in it, but it's this thing that is moving at such a rapid clip that it's like I got to try to understand. I feel like a bit like the guy buying the miner. I'm like, okay, I'm just now understanding this thing. Yeah. But now there's a, a hundred other things coming behind it that I'm like, okay, so that one's like faster and better and cheaper. And so then how come this one is still like, right. like right. the Ethereum killer, Solana is like, why is that not? Why hasn't it killed Ethereum yet? Right. Why is Ethereum still going up? Why is Bitcoin still as prolific it is as it is when it's apparently it's the worst one? Yeah, uh, that's why Emil's point about it's don't talk about it's going to be like this future currency that democratizes. It doesn't do that. Buy Bitcoin. Also, I mean, not to be a wet blanket, but it's horrible for the environment. It's just it's funny that they're talking about this futuristic currency. Yeah, It'd be great if we had one that didn't accelerate our uh, Bitcoin, man yeah I'm telling you it's gonna be green as hell <laughs> it's gonna be so green did you see in new york magazine the um no i don't read new york magazine emil well so i don't know if you heard about the <laughs> Sorry, internet but it's not like the old days where you had to get all these subscriptions and they come to your house if you wanted to read them right <laughs> yeah so now they just pop up on your feed right so if you're interested in it you can read new york magazine i wish i could buy the articles piecemeal though and not just like <laughs> oh you want i can you, sell you're you out of free things you gotta give me a little money i'll send you the link yeah yeah. Okay, but do you accept Bitcoin? <laughs> if it's green, I'll take it. Okay. Sorry, go on. But the big short guys, mm -hmm. we're all saying that it's a bubble. Yeah, and Michael Burry? Yeah. He thinks everything's a bubble, I know. man. And it's it's funny because like all these, whenever you read any kind of 
anything that seems like a pretty legitimate argument against it, every Bitcoin person is like, well, of course, they're bankers. They hate us. Like, of course. It's like a king saying democracy is bad. Currency guys are so weird. I was at uh, the Turkish bathhouse in, in New York City a couple of years ago with Asher and hey. uh, the Australian. Hey, Asher. And he's not just the Australian. He's my friend. <laughs> but we were in the Turkish bath together and we're in one of the saunas just sitting there. There's like eight of us in there. And we're talking about, I think we were talking about crypto or the Federal Reserve or something just quietly to ourselves. You guys, And then this guy in the shadows, this huge guy with a ton of dreadlocks just chimes in the the US dollar was created because of you know the federal reserve in 1929 and it was always intended I think to be it was worthless 16 he just started talking is it 1916 i think so woodrow wilson he just he just was one of those dollar guys yeah who it's a very specific oh, type yeah. of guy oh yeah federal abolish federal reserve oh, guys he just them and bitcoin people man oh you know, we're all going to get horrible comments on this thing we're gonna get weird dms it's like uh they're like vaccine people they both say do your own research that's yeah yeah i get because the first episode we touched on vaccine stuff a little bit so i get like weird people telling me to do deep research listen i am neutral okay i don't i want to please everyone talk to a doctor i don't think you should get the vaccine but i do think you should get the vaccine i just want (laughs) you to quit messaging me also where were you six months ago i got the thing I'm, i'm sitting on two watermelons down here my balls blew up (laughs) <laughs> Could have used you six months ago. I I'm lied. just kidding. I, I don't want to get get. I don't want there to be a idea that I'm anti-vax. So I'm going to show my crotch. That's, everything's fine. <laughs> get vaxxed if you. <laughs> I don't Wait. have two watermelons. We had the uh, we had the thing for the uh, SPY pulled up. The fate. This is, for those of you who are just listening. The Bloomberg article reads: the fate of the world's largest ETF is tied to eleven random millennials. So wild. The fate of the yeah, 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 yeah. thanks to a quirk in the legal structure used to set up the Spider S and P five hundred ETF trust known as the Spy. More than two hundred and fifty billion dollars rests on the longevity of eleven ordinary kids born between May nineteen ninety and January ninety three. Oh boy, uh, it's it's just a weird spy as we know it will cease to be on January twenty second, twenty one eighteen, or twenty years first. Ah, <laughs> not if we get them all on an airplane. Not if the some... Earth fucking burns up. <laughs> it'll it'll uh, spy is slated to like not exist anymore in basically almost a hundred years or twenty years quote after the death of the last survivor of the eleven persons, whichever occurs first. That is insane. The, oh, and then the structure doesn't provide any sort of money f- for these people. It's just like, is that not the ultimate capitalist thing? Like yeah. you you guys we're we're literally putting all these billions of assets and they're tied to your lives for which you receive nothing. <laughs> you stole fizzy lifting drinks. Good day, sir. Wow. Charlie and Chaka? No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, anybody? Willy Wonka, for sure. Uh, yeah, so this person, um, Claire McGrath, was a lawyer in the options division of the Amex in the early 90s. She remembers a call going out for babies' names that could be used by the trust and volunteered her son, Kevin, and two nephews. She said, I had my son, and they asked if I would mind if they used him. It's interesting because it's an arcane rule that trusts always have to deal with, but it's not a big deal. At the time when we were creating these things, we had no idea they would become as spectacular. So yeah, all these people out there, they're uh, the the value is legally tied to their lives. Wow, that 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 make for a fun movie, right? The yeah. Big Short two, where killing you get, the spy kids. Yeah, it's. Cr- 
you get Christian Bale in there with yeah. the, that glass eye, just yeah. like, I think that these kids should be killed. <laughs> I want to short the spy. <laughs> I want to short the spy, kill these kids. <laughs> Is that him? Yeah. I just, I think that it's overvalued. I don't know. Yeah. That's him anyway. The, the the last big thing we wanted to touch on was uh, huge news. Oh, this is huge. huge. Absolutely Just huge. Just happened, too. Trump. Donald Trump. Can has we, a, can has we a check, spat. too? Wait, sorry. Can I just throw a wrench in this what? huge announcement? I just have to say, also, you know, I don't like about... Sorry, this is backing up two points. No. But you know, I don't like about big crypto buffs what? is when they write people off as like, oh... You're living in the past. You need to get with the future, this and that. It's like you say all that shit because you have the comfort of wealth right yeah. now. And for the people who have made like 10K, 20K, 50K off this shit, of course they have reason to be like, dude, this is the future. Oh, right. This is the future. But the funny part is, is if this thing fucking imploded, all these money guys, they're fine. Oh, yeah. And they go, yeah, well, you know, got to take risks, man. That's part of investment. And then everyone else who gets fucking dogged out in that scenario, they're like, what? And that's what happened during the multiple crypto boom and busts. Yeah. You know. I'd like to see if Spike Lee got paid in old money or new money and for that ad. <laughs> <laughs> There's something so that, that I bet he took the old money. That Peter Schiff guy, the gold bug. Yeah. I remember someone had a great tweet that was like he lo- he he trashes the dollar so much, trashes fiat currency so much, only raves about how gold is the only yeah. proper store of value, but then this person was like Peter Schiff will gladly sell you his gold for dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody likes dollars, man. They smell so good. Have Cash you ever machine? smelled money? Yeah. That stuff smells so good. Mm. Anyway, TMTG. TMTG. The, this is a SPAC. Uh, the symbol currently is DWAC. A SPAC, uh, I don't know if you guys know. It's I called, look it up. It's a special purpose acquisition corporation. Basically, they're like, this is just totally uh, uh, off the top of my head. They're like shell corporations that have cash and they're. They are special purpose acquisition companies. They acquire companies, thus bringing them from private to public. So like Open Door was one. SoFi was one. Um, uh, oh, there, were a whole, there were so many over the last year that were private companies that then got pulled into the fold via these special purpose acquisition companies. And this one has partnered with the Trump Media and Technology Group, TMTG. These fuckers, they're trying to... Mm. Oh, man. It's Get so, original. It's, it's Get insane. original, man. The stock, the stock <laughs> has been trading, but nobody knew, you know, nobody knew... Uh, basically, these companies just trade at around like $10 a share. That's like their default thing. And they have a set time... Uh, the like six months. It's in their charters that like we will acquire this type of company. Usually, it's in a certain genre, a tech company, a media company. And if we don't by this date, we will just return. We'll liquidate the thing, and everybody gets their money back at like ten dollars a share, nine dollars a share. So this one had been trading, and since this was announced yesterday, that their um, acquisition target is this Trump Media and Technology Group, the stock is up like 400% today. Crazy. The last we checked. Did you so see it crazy. just now? Yeah, it's still at like 350. Oh my God, man. <laughs> and Emil- not to buy. Yeah, Emil wanted to buy it at like 30 bucks with $10. So you'd, well, you want yeah. to buy a third of a share. Look, yeah. I didn't want to give too much to the boy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's currently, uh, as of right now, it is- God, just days ago, it was at 10 bucks and now it's at- Ben just, I mean, Emil just wanted to, you know, take out of the- 
Yeah. The, the the collection played a little bit. I just I like diversifying a little Listen, bit. You man, told me to do that. I get it. You got to diversify. You got to support the man. That thing was flatlined at nine ninety five. And Jesus. you got to assume that like Trump, I, I'm sure that there were so many people in his inner circle that yeah. loaded the hell out of that yeah. stock and are now just like cashing out. Yeah, this could have been my Bitcoin and you, you pulled me off. I'm sorry, man. It's all right. I'm sorry. I'll get Generational on the wealth could have been created. I'll get on the dip. But if you're if you're listening to this, we highly recommend you watch this this uh, episode because we've got some of the um, the present the investor deck for this thing pulled up. I got, oh, it's, I got it's, burps. It's it's, really it's pure gold. Wait, should we read the press release first? There was a press oh, release yeah. that they issued, and it's SEC. it's absolutely great. Um, yeah. So, oh shoot, can we zoom out a little? Just try it without yeah, it. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Just fill in the blanks. Yeah, you, can, it, it, you don't uh, need the first letter of words. The you transaction values out. Trump Media and Technology Group at an initial enterprise value of $870 million with a potential additional earnout of $825 million in additional shares, blah, blah, blah. The mission is to create a rival to the liberal media consortium and fight back against the big tech companies of Silicon Valley, which have used their unilateral power to silence opposing voices in America. TMTG will soon be launching a social network named Truth Social. Truth Social is now available for pre-order in the Apple App Store. Uh-huh. Truth Social plans to bring... Guys, this episode is brought to you by Truth Social. Truth Social plans to bring its beta launch for invited guests in November 2021. A nationwide rollout is expected, blah, blah, blah. So then they got a quote from Trump himself saying, do you want to read it? Can you read that? Me? Do you have glad? I mean, I don't know if it's too far. I created Truth Social and TMTG to stand up to the tyranny of big tech. We live in a world where the Taliban has a huge presence on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Yet your favorite American president, everyone's favorite, has been silenced. This is unacceptable. I'm excited to send out my first truth on Truth Social Various. Oh, he's gonna send. What so is they're it? not called tweets; they're called the truths. truths. It's funny because he's like, he's he's just gonna write like Hillary's a dog faced bitch. And that's, yeah. be like, and that's a truth. And people are yeah. gonna be like, oh snap, he did it. Right. He went. You can't up. silence him. He. <laughs> so he's sending out his very first truth on Truth Social very soon. TMTG was founded with a mission to give a voice to all. I'm excited to I'm excited to soon begin sharing my thoughts on Truth Social and to fight back against big tech. Everyone asks me why doesn't someone stand up to big tech? Well, we will be soon. Dude, this is like it's insane. I mean, it's insane because um, uh, I'm trying to think of the dude's name. Apology. Uh, He's like a like a MIT dude. He's like talking about how it, this is just going to also truth is like they're just like what kind of looks like trump what's the closest word to (laughs) trump that we can market the same fucking he's talking about how you know we're clearly in this era of like a like a information cold war oh man absolutely where this is just like the same way that now all your television media or like your entertainment media is so fragmented and like you choose which platform sort of like speaks to you this is it now and i think yeah, this has been this has been going on for a minute, right? Like the yeah. dudes who made Gab and whatever, but Parlor. Yeah, but to to see it like this, where now it's just sort it's of another com- level, sort of like commonplace now, where it's like okay, it's clear that there's a, a a certain type of person that agrees with these ideals, and they should just use this app. I don't know. Yeah, this feels more dangerous. I'm like a you know. 
Why like, are you scared of the truth, dude? No, I'm like one of the you know you know parents in high school who are like they let you have parties at their house. They're like, I'd rather it be here. I'm like, yeah. well, let's get these guys on Twitter. I want to know what they're doing. I want to keep an eye on them. I'd yeah. rather they be doing. I'd it rather just they out in the open. Be crazy. We're all crazy in the same place. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. So my friend downloaded Parlor just to see what it was like. He said it was just everyone like going nuts, dropping yeah. n bombs, doing. Yeah. To be expected. Speaking of uh, money. We 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 want to get around to asking you some money questions. Man. Yeah, sure. Some of your investments. Yeah. What do you What do you feel like touching on? What <clears throat> some of your Ah, uh, uh, you know, because you you hold some stock in uh, LD yeah, here. LD, yeah, I do have. Uh, I, you know, I've dabbled in the VC a little bit. I, I have like a small investment in Liquid Death. I have a small one in Lolly, and then I have one in Moment House. I've really just gone into the things that. I think makes sense. I, I think like liquid death, they're doing interesting things as far as, yeah, like plastic is not recyclable. You know, the fucking, uh, the Plymouth Prowler was made out of aluminum and that was a, you know, a cool idea. You remember that? I remember the Ply- Plymouth Prowler. Yeah. It was kind of the uh, cooler cousin to the PT Cruiser. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, but the special thing about it was it was made from aluminum. I didn't know that. Something like, or maybe it was a joke. I don't know. I was fucking like nine when that car came out. So someone could have been fucking with me. So a guy in my neighborhood had one. Yeah. And I always thought, dang, there goes Joe Black's dad. He's cool. He sells jacuzzis. <laughs> <laughs> that was, That's why he drove that Plymouth Prowler. Yeah. Where I was going with that was, I think, the idea of, you know, trying to create something that's sustainable is a good idea. So. And Lolly is what? It's it's um, it's um like kind of like a... Well, could you tell me if I'm getting it right here? Yeah. Lolly is an app where... Uh, you make purchases online and it siphons off like the extra change. Yes, yeah. To crypto. Yes, yeah. I, so it's uh, a, it's your it's your own little tip jar. Yeah, and I like them because I think I actually most people don't know this, but I actually um, I used to work for someone who was trying to disrupt the payment space. That's why I got so animated about Stripe, um, and I learned a lot about how the payment industry is it's so archaic it's so it's so gridlocked by all these like big credit card companies and all these big payment processing companies and so you know when all these people are talking about like using crypto and stuff as like a payment method i'm like i don't believe it because these these companies that own all the ways to do that mm-hmm. the, they're using software from like fucking 1980 Wow. So the the likelihood of them upgrading or committing to a new system to enable people to shop with crypto or any of that, there's no way. Mm-hmm. Because they won't even spend the money to bring their stuff current. So why would they do it for crypto? You know, right. unless it's bringing them tons of money, but even then, it makes tons of money, they're not going to move off that. So I think Lolly is probably the most interesting way to get I guess regular people uh, some skin in the game on crypto because if there was a way to get them to do that, it's probably this way. In and a passive way. In a passive way, but it's also a way that's like when you're, you know, um, as far as like an industry thing, it is a very smart workaround. So they're not asking the payment industry to make any grave changes. They're just like putting something on top that they can run themselves and people can engage crypto in this passive manner. Right. Um, so I think it's, an interesting way to get people using crypto. So if it explodes, I'll get my money back, I guess. <laughs> what's the worst uh, investment you're currently involved in? <clears throat> um, mindset. No, no, <laughs> no, no. This is one of my favorite investments, honestly. What? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, worst, probably all my like motorsport habit 
that shit just does not make any money. Um, is that would you consider that more of a hobby than it's an definitely investment? Money, but it, you are investing like money. Like, sure, hobbies I, are investments. Yeah, they're investments in yourself. Yeah, yeah. They have, uh, I guess, would that be intrinsic value? Not really. Sort of. Sort of. Because you were saying yourself that the best investment you can make is sometimes, yeah, is yourself. Is that, yourself. That's my biggest thing with investment is I'm not, I'm not someone who, like, it doesn't really speak to me. So, you know, I, I'm I'm definitely one of these dudes that like I look at how I engaged Bitcoin when it first happened, and it's like, yeah, it makes sense that I wouldn't chase it any further than I did because you know I'm not the type of person that like if you burn me that's it like I don't want to have to keep trying to figure you out and so that's where that's why some ways investment I just don't pay attention to it because I don't actually think I'm someone who's like made for it mm -hmm. um so I just invest in like yeah I think things that will make me I don't know sharper or more apt to do the things I do well. So yeah, I, I tend to invest in those things. Like, you know, carding makes me relaxed and it costs me money, but it 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 it's an outlet for me and that'll help me be funnier, I guess, and give me good ideas. So yeah. I do think what's interesting is with starting like the TMG network and even doing some of my content on my own is now I'm really seeing just how expensive it is to go beyond like your office. Like that, I think there is this layer of criticism that big Hollywood has. And even like some performers have in Hollywood, like, oh, you're like, it's always like, oh, you're a YouTuber or oh, you're an influencer. It's like, yeah, it's nice that you say that when you're kind of backed by a big network, like doing some show or something, but I think as far as investments go, you want to talk about bad investments, like find that link, like this fucking game show I've made, that yeah. shit bleeds money. <laughs> it I, I didn't profit even a little bit from the first one. Like I'm so down on that one. And this next version I'm doing, I'm definitely going to be negative on that too. And I hope you do a winner's only uh, version. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I won one of those. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you did. And it was to, great and it was really fun. Yeah, we have to have a meal on because oh, a yeah. meal's a winner always in my heart and I would love, oh, yeah. love to see him challenge you. Chicken, chicken out about getting shocked. Yeah. yeah Actually, want... I shouldn't say that. I might. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think... Um, it, like, I guess um, I'm being a little bit all over the place here, but something I've found with, as if you want to talk about investments, is I have found that putting money into art like that or projects like that that don't necessarily pay me back, they have given me a shit ton of knowledge. And from doing that stuff, I feel that's what's actually helped TMG like execute on this vision of creating a network and creating like, you know, shows and stuff that are engaging and fun to watch and you know a, a lot of this experience is has come from me like kind of burning cash on these things that went nowhere like that music video i did during the pandemic that like a, a an eighth of my audience watched cost me like <laughs> it's like 70k damn yeah and it's it's wild how little 70k gets you <laughs> yeah no kidding but like what i learned from that was just a just so much in terms of production. So I, I will say that, you know, I think maybe it helps. I, I say this because I think it helps may might help younger people to understand that like investment is always talked about in this very one-to-one -one relationship where you put money in and money comes back. And I, I think it's not talked about enough that it, it it's not always monetary. Like mm -hmm. you kind of have to invest time or energy or years into, um, 
crafts and and experiences and stuff and you know that's why the best like the best stand-ups you don't really hear about great stand-ups until they're in their 30s because like they have to live a ton of life until all that stage experience plus life experience comes together and, and makes something good so i don't know yeah, yeah the best investments you make are the ones that there's an old adage, I'm getting it wrong, but it's like, buy what you know. Yeah. And you know, you're, hopefully you know yourself. Yeah. And yeah, things, there's, investments cover a broad range of things. Traveling is an investment. It's an investment yeah. in yourself and your yeah. life experience that then informs the decisions that you make, the relationships yeah. that you cultivate and all of that. Yeah. So yeah, they don't necessarily have to yield Money. Some kind of it return. It sounds they, like that those production investments have yielded uh, a return though. I mean- just getting to be a part of the uh, live show a little bit, it seems like you guys, it's it was like impressive to watch. You guys- Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Are like a machine. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. It's, you know, it, it, you talk about like informing decisions and stuff. I, I think something else as far as investments go that is really overlooked is, um, and you hear this a lot. It's like, it's about who you know, but I think people frame that as like who you know that can like help you level up mm -hmm. as far as, you know, they- either run a big company or they they have some bit of wealth and they can pull you into that. It's not really about that. I think it's more about, you know, as I've invested in these projects solo, I've met different people, you know, and I've met this, you know, like our, our main uh, DP, like cinematographer, Nima, like kid is so talented. And by meeting him, you know, knowing that he's like, we gel and then like building a relationship with him and, you know, it carries all the way down. And to the point that, when we do a show on the ship, like the people we bring on, it's like, I know the gaffer, I know the grip, I know everyone. And I know that they all do their jobs really well. And it's from working with them over so many jobs that then it creates that like cohesion and that experience where, you know, you guys jump in and it's like, yeah, it feels like this machine because we've invested so much time together making a bunch of bullshit and they've seen me fail at stuff. And, but they've been there with me for those and when it's good. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a great point too. I don't like, uh, some of the, when I came to LA, uh, you know, I got so bogged down. It's like, it's such a networky town, right? Mm -hmm. and everyone, and it just feels like you need to meet. And that's the thing. People feel like they need to meet someone who's going to help them out. And mm. someone told me, they were like, don't worry about all that. Don't worry about like getting in with this right person. Like, yeah. LA has all these creative people. Meet people you like and yeah. you like their sense of humor and you like the stuff they're creating. Yeah. And as soon as I started focusing on that, like everything got way better for me. Like I started the show and everyone started coming. I started making all these friends. Me and Ben became very close. We made like a little fun cartoon and now we're doing this. And it was, that was the best advice I could have ever gotten yeah. of like, don't worry about, like stop looking at those people over there doing stuff. Yeah. Meet people you like and vibe with and yeah. Do cool stuff with them. Yeah, I mean it's it's so major be, because you can't you can't especially like in terms of creative work you're not going to be able to do anything creative if like the people around you aren't good and you it, you're not you know it, it's it seems so like corny and like fucking like healing crystal convo but it's like the, the no, vibe it's just true though the vibe has like, to be good and you know you can you can push your way into like a situation that seems good. You're like, okay, I finally locked down this job. Like, I'm, um, you know, you get your, but if, if you're not like gelling with those people, it's not going to last long. It's no. not going to go anywhere. No. You're going to feel alienated in your own 
project and it's yeah. just yeah yeah so yeah i like i guess you want to talk about i guess going deeper on investments i've now i'm working with um a youtube channel i don't want to announce it yet but that show i had hot laps for the interview right. show like a fucking if you haven't seen it somehow i took a late night desk i turned it into a car so i'm working with a really popular youtube channel that does automotive content and they you know when i'm when i came up with that idea i'm like i just need to do a pilot because there will be someone who will see this and go that's fucking nuts we want a piece of that yeah and i just kind of like put that out there and i like stayed true to that and i would pit i i would i've built like two decks for it i would give it to my agent i would say send it to this person i've had you know unscripted tv interviews with like you know experienced executives in hollywood that were like mm, yeah this sounds kind of interesting like not fully getting but you're it. a youtuber yeah exactly yeah <laughs> oh okay get the, get the hell out of my office yeah yeah exactly yeah <laughs> uh, yeah he's like get out i have to i have to go to the tmtg investor meeting right now <laughs> over zoom it's we've new media a, we've got a tmtg plus show we're really yeah. excited about <laughs> so they Trump laps. they hit me up and it was it was really cool because um they you know i'm texting with uh, one of their guys and he's like yeah we'd love to come see it. and at this point the the car is in my garage and they fucking just came to my house and they just start like looking under it. And it felt like this really like cool moment where I felt like two people were like, we believe in this enough that we're just going to drive to your house and rip up, you know, the interior and look at the components. And it's been like a six, seven month process, but it seems like we're going to start the new build next week. Cool. And amazing. Yeah. So the plan is to make the car like eight times faster and whoa yeah and like this past year i've spent like driving like i'm really gonna put that like you know my goal is like for the show is it's partially gonna make people like shit their pants to be in this like crazy looking car yes with like all these like these custom parts and it's gonna it's gonna be like a custom race car yeah um and then you know you know putting this interview segment on top is is like what i'm keen on so you know i got to do a part where you you pretend like you've lost control and you, <laughs> and you feign panic like, ah, 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 the brakes <laughs> and you know get their reaction yeah i mean yeah we could uh i mean that'd be easy to do just because i think a scary thing about fucking a weird thing about um driving fast that i'm only just really starting to understand now is like the whole uh concept of trusting the the rubber is what they say like trusting the grip and trusting the grip is like when you put the car under so much load that you just have to believe that when you corner it's going to Whoa. bite the pavement it's this very like the phrase they use is driving on the limit and that's where you feel like the car is like that close to just like spilling and so when you put people like for me, when I drive on the limit, it's really scary, but it's fucking awesome. And so I know if I, it would create that sensation. Like if I'm driving on the limit and I'm, as we're going up to the thing, that's another thing I'm excited for is to wear helmets. Cause then it's serious. Then they can't see what I'm doing. It's like, I could be dead focused, but like animating my voice, like, Oh my God, we're going to crash. And then, you know, bite my lips and, you know, put it into the fucking. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. And so, yeah, I want to freak. This is probably not a good way to market the show, but I want to freak people the fuck out. My dream is if I could get like John Hamm on there or some like really A list celebrity. And they're like, oh, yeah, I like cars. Fucking <laughs> Matt LeBlanc or something. 
He's like, whoa, this is a cool car, man. And then you just make him shit bricks for 10 minutes. That'd be really fun. I like that you said A-list celebrity and you went with Matt LeBlanc. I don't he's know. A-list? He's still A-list? He likes cars, so I don't he's know. He's got a cool YouTube thing going yeah. with uh, cars. Final, one, one last question with Sorry, this. Yeah. Uh, what's the fastest you've ever gone? Carts get up there. They go about like 70. Um, but I, I guess I say that's the fastest because being that low to the ground, it feels like 120. Oh, sure. But I think, you know, I've, I've done a hundred here and there and like car, like, you know, just some random ass road, yeah. but yeah, I don't, I don't trust like consumer cars past 80. I, uh, when I was, oh God, when I was 16 and got my license, I had a 1990 Toyota Camry. Fuck yeah. And I floored it on the freeway one time and I got it up to hundred. I'm just like, oh yeah. my God. Yeah. How did I not die? Yeah. It's terrifying. It's so terrifying to think about. Don't go, don't speed. Seriously, like for our, if you, the number, I met a guy uh, at some party recently who works for like the LA, you know, uh, the transportation safety board yeah, yeah, Portland yeah. or something. And he said the number one cause of death and accidents is speeding. Yeah. Like oh, that's yeah. just, that's it. That's what kills you. Yeah. That's what I keep in mind on my scooter too. If I'm going like 50, I'm like, I should slow down. Yeah. There's a reason why there's a speed limit. It's to keep you alive. Yeah. Yeah. I guess to, to end it on a morbid note. It's really funny when I, I I see people speeding in like older cars like that. I'm like, bro, you don't realize like at 90, like all it's going to take is like, you know, a, a, four, a three, four inch change in the fucking concrete and that car is going to up and then you have those old ass tires you haven't replaced and who knows how long and then they won't grip and then that's when you're in the wall. Like, it, Yeah, but it, can you imagine the adrenaline? It'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. What a thrill. So yeah. You wouldn't feel a thing. Damn, we didn't even get to talk about my journey as a stockbroker. But you want to touch on it real fast? Ah, I mean, way, so you worked for a bank. You were an investment banker at one, or an aspiring investment banker at one point. Yeah, yeah. So I, I guess to briefly tell it, um, so I had dropped out of college, and I went uh, like upside down on two credit cards on like a ton of film gear because I had like this manic moment where I'm like, I'm going to start a production company, and you know, <laughs> I didn't know it takes probably like ten years to do that. I thought I was going to do it in six months. And, but to my credit, um, I had did a few jobs over the internet uh, for like ads. They were just kind of like blind submissions. And I made, you know, with the help of some friends, we made like 10 G's, like, like right away. You know, at that time that was like, whoa, that's, you know, fucking crazy. Cause we were just three idiots from like a nowhere town. So that's what like motivated my decision to do that. And so, um, then when I realized like getting other people to buy your work is just like, I would try to do that. I'd try like outbound, like hitting up random like businesses and shit. And just those hangups were just like, oh. And so I'm like, okay, I got to get a job. So I go work for a bank that is, uh, it's all, it's all over the phone because it was created, I think, as a debt repayment uh, instrument. So the the parent bank I think owed money to like America or something. So they created <laughs> just a, a, the country. Yeah, yeah, America. Yeah, whatever. I'm just being vague because whatever. But I believe that they owed some type of money. Like I think to the U.S. government. It was like so they created this American based uh, bank institution um, where they basically got a bunch of old people to open up savings accounts. Mm -hmm. And then they would, uh, for years, their whole thing was like, you should put it in CDs or we have the best savings rate. And they would pay like a couple points when no one was paying any points. So 
they were just farming all that interest to like pay down their debt. Interesting. Yeah. So then when I came into the company, they were introducing checking accounts because I think they knew that they had planned a merger uh, with another bank that had like traditional like checking accounts and, and all that. And so they were priming all the customers to be integrated into that bank. Mm -hmm. So when I came in, I was like part of a certain um, group of hirees that was like, okay, now we're going to sell checking accounts. And like, I would just be on a phone all day, like talking to old people or the inverse people who sold themselves a dream of saving. And you would look at their transactions and they're just taking money out all the time. And so I would basically, I, I was the devil. I would get them to open up checking accounts and under the guise of like, oh, you can access your money faster instead of waiting like the three business days for it to transfer to your main bank. Um, and that was like my boiler room fucking era of existence. And so the company went under and I was, or no, after the merger, they laid us all off. But like the weeks leading up to the layoff, I was training to be a mortgage loan originator. And then- Thrilling. Yeah, yeah. Well- Buddy, have you seen these APRs? Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Boy, I'm glad you didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, no offense to anybody who's a mortgage loan. No, I'm, I'm glad I didn't for either. Us. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't either. But at that point, I was so like, it's so crazy how when you're fucking below broke, like what you will do to get out of there. And yeah. at that point, they had another uh, peripheral company with stockbrokers. So I was like, okay, uh, maybe I could get over there and be commission based and I could figure out how to do that. And I can get out of this fucking hellhole that I'm in. And it was just like, I look back at it and I'm like, what the fuck was I doing? Like I, I was thinking about all these financial opportunities where it was either that or I was going to go into real estate or anything where I could sell the biggest, most fucked up thing so I could get a fat commission check and like change my life. That's, yeah. that's what it was all about for me. You were what? Like 20, early twenties. Yeah. Sounds like an early twenties move. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Just how can I get that big check? Yeah. I was in that same boat. Yeah. I think we can all identify a yeah. little bit with that, can't we? It's funny because we were talking about the crypto guys and and their, but it's just hearing about traditional finances. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. It feels so antiquated. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, it is. You should have started your own altcoin. Yeah, that would have been way smarter. Mortgage coin. Yeah. Mortgage coin. Buy your fuck, house with a mortgage coin. Fuck the banking system. If you want a house, you can have a house now. Let's yeah. get you over leverage times 10. Yeah. No underwriters, no... Credit score, no score, no problem. I yeah. mean, there's no shame in it, though. I mean, it's like you're talking about getting out of dead broke. It's not only getting out of dead broke. Like, financial security is very scarce. And yeah. Like, people do a lot of things to not... Yeah. To get even a taste of it, so... Yeah. Yeah. I guess I say I was the devil because like I felt I had done that. And then before that I worked at T-Mobile and like the shit I would do to sell things at T-Mobile was like, oh, I feel so bad about it. I mean, you were a cog in the machine, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you they were, were definitely like encouraging that shit. Yeah. But yeah. It doesn't sound like what you were doing was all that predatory. It was just that, you know, you had to kind of grease the wheels a bit. Yeah, totally. That's understandable. I'm a sensitive guy. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I feel for those. Things. No, I'm sure it didn't feel good, but... I can empathize. Yeah. But when I was able to like pay rent, it felt really good. <laughs> <laughs> Great pay feeling. Pay those credit card loans. Great feeling. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, so yeah, that's kind of, I don't know. I don't well, we're grateful that you're here now. Yeah, thanks. The yeah. entire audience is grateful that you're here now. Leave a comment in the comments. <laughs> Say, <laughs> and tell... <laughs> Sorry for you, the... You tell just, Noel. You're not built for that. Like For the, what? The sale. Leave a comment. 
Yeah. And I'm built for sales, but it's stuff that I care about. Oh, you don't care about yeah, comments? I don't care about that? mortgages. No, but I leave a comment in the comments oh. and tell Noel just how much you appreciate him and how glad you are that he's not a mortgage loan originator. And yeah. Instead- uh, No, I'm very happy to be- here doing this saying i'm not doing that that much i'm very thankful would for. you say that you are blessed um i don't know if i believe in all that but like i definitely feel blessed by the universe and i feel very lucky yeah no you don't know if you believe in that man i don't i don't know all right yeah i don't know either i'm quite <laughs> i'm quite agnostic too <laughs> yeah. what about you what do you believe in oh yeah i mean i just don't but I just don't think about it. I, it's, it's so like, for the next hour, we're going to cover no. God. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I DMT. Anyone who's like sure about it, I'm just like that's yeah. How, how can you be so sure? Well, it's uh, called belief, my friend. You believe. True. It's called. And I believe right? that we we've just about reached the end. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to drag this out. No. 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 What are you talking about, pal? We're all in this together. You okay? <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Listen, (laughs) it's the coffee. It's the water. I have to pee so bad. So do I. You do? Do you want to race to the bathroom? It's going to be really funny if all the jokes about the TMTG shit going off when like right-wing people clip us all out wearing blue and they're going to be like, look at these fucking liberal idiots. DNC shills. That guy's got glasses. Don't like him. <laughs> All right, everyone. Um, thanks, Au revoir. Thank, thanks thanks for being on, guys. Thanks for being on. Oh, no. yeah. Anytime. Thanks for being on. Anytime, yeah. If anybody wants to buy this hat, $10,000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah a bit, a, but if you have Ben coin, it's only 20000 Yeah. And if you want to get the pair, it's 30000 To get the pair is really rare. Yeah. yeah. 30000 old money. Look at this Old thing. money. It's we an extra large. Money. All right, anyway, everyone. Thanks, guys. Day. So long. Go out there and be trillionaires.